of uh, something. So you only have to drink 15, 15 yeah. 30. You only have to drink. <laughs> Come on, math. 60, six, 90, six, seven, seven, six and a bottles. half. Yeah, Se- seven and a half ish. Ooh, wrong ears. You only need seven bottles for you to get all of your daily nutrients. Mm-hmm. My my vitamins, but then I also take a multivitamin, which gives me like a thousand percent of everything that I need uh, every single day. How much? How how much uh, uh, vitamin B, A, and C do you need to overdose? A lot. I heard if you eat a, a, a bear's liver, you'll oh, die. you'll die. Vitamin A overdose. Wow. You want to eat bear you liver? Get that bear liver. <laughs> you can just go to like, um, what's the exotic foods market? Isn't there an exotic meat market here in Houston? Uh, uh, I don't know. I think there is. I know that um, <clears throat> the H Mall over in Bel Air, not Bel Air, on Beltway Eight and. Bel Air Boulevard. There's also one close to my house. <gasps> the H Mart. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They sell some exotic meats. I've yeah. seen snake. Bat. They have bat there. Oh, I don't want any of that. They have some. They have some. Um, I don't. Some cool fruits. I don't want bat or snake. Why not? Because I'm not interested in eating those animals. Why? Well, bats are uh, marsu mammals. So, little mammals. Uh-huh. Little mice. Yeah. I'm not eating mice. Yeah. Uh, and snakes are snakes. Do, do you do you think that cows are not mammals? Bats are very closely related to mice. Very, very closely related. Do you have any scientific proof to back that up? I do. Oh. <laughs> World book. <laughs> Encyclopedia Britannica. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And Facebook. Facebook. Oh, that's where I get all my news from. Fucking I wondered where that went. Facebook is where I get most of my political news because I, it's it's unbiased. I get most of my news from Twitter, which I said on this podcast before, but then Trixie said it on uh, recently, and I was like, "He stole my joke." Also, it's not a joke. <laughs> <laughs> that's What's that's real life. <laughs> How do you guys feel about Dula Pete? It'll be like Joe Biden did something. That I'm like, he did what? <laughs> <laughs> what is everyone saying? <laughs> Screw through the comments like, ooh. <laughs> well, I feel like the people on Twitter are at least somewhat more knowledgeable than the people on the Facebooks. That's false. Um, but there are some that are Slight. intelligent, yes. No, no, no. I didn't say that they were all – the Twitter news was better. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> so it's slightly more knowledgeable than Aunt Darlene being like, I heard that the COVID vaccine makes you grow a second It dip. sterilizes you, yeah. You know what sterilizes Turns you, you? What? Ivermectin? I know. I saw that and I was like – Okay, no, I can't. So my podcast was terrible. <laughs> Who do you know is taking ivermectin? No, I don't know anyone taking. Well, I know. I hope I don't know anyone taking ivermectin. If you listen to the podcast and you're taking ivermectin instead of getting a vaccine, stop listening to our podcast. Please. If you're taking ivermectin, I would also like to sell you some oceanfront property in Nebraska. Ooh, timeshares. <laughs> timeshares. <laughs> timeshares that once you buy, pass on to your children, and mm-hmm. they have to take care of that take, as well. They don't. It's not like they buy it, but they, they're bought into it. It multiplies, actually. Like, however many kids you have, it multiplies, and you, it just really ke- keeps coming back, share. you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. you have one timeshare, and then you have four kids. They have four timeshares now at the age of zero. Exactly. Also, about- hey, Bestie, I know we haven't <laughs> talked since high school, and I think you're really cool. I wanted to let you in on this MLM scheme. No. <laughs> 
Oh my god. That's what sometimes whenever people ask me what you do, and I'm like, oh, I work in sales. I like feel like that's what people like. like <laughs> he's a fucking MLM. Yeah, he's like, oh, are you bastard. are you in a pyramid scheme? Like, what are you what are you trying to do for me? I sell. Um, it's a catalog. You can buy a lot of different things mm-hmm. from it. Um, yeah, we have energy drinks. Uh, what do you like? Do you like anything? No. Oh yeah, we have nothing. We too. have no- we sell air. <laughs> we sell happiness in glass jars. Have happiness in glass jars. <laughs> Let me just tell you that voice is a hit for the story. Yes, I I have heard time. it from down here. What? I don't know. There was one time that I was here and you were I think it was the most recent one when Kindle and Ben Ben Bindle was here and you went upstairs and you were reading. I swear I heard the happiness in glass jars voice. They run together a little bit. <laughs> They're very similar. <laughs> Pretty much everyone has the same variation of that character. Mm, okay. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> All males. Females get deeper voices. Okay. Yep. Yeah, that's uh, we're breaking gender norms. Great. I love doing yeah. that. Mm-hmm. And they're like, they don't, they don't care. Yeah. They're like, oh, this voice is different. It's like, yeah, hello, girls. Yeah. <laughs> well, the longest book that we've read is James and the Giant Peach, and so I think that's what you were reading. Oh. Well, I, who was that? <clears throat> I don't know. I don't know what character you chose, but that was not a character. That was not a character because Miss Spider was French. I gave her a French. Oh uh, yeah, you tell me all the things. centipede was. Um... Oh Ooh. oh! Don't explode. <gasps> that's fresh. Um, that's fresh. The uh, old New York grandma. That centipede. Ew! <laughs> you fucking moron. <laughs> It's gone. Okay, nobody cares about this anymore? No, I was listening. Yes, okay. <laughs> I think you said it on the podcast once before, though. <laughs> no. Well, if they heard it, they could hear it again. <laughs> yeah, uh, it was the, bubbly. The, uh, the earthworm was, like, afraid. He was like, glowworm. Glowworm was probably that voice. Probably close to the happy. Yeah, happiness in glass dark, very close to that voice. Because then Old Green Grasshopper and Ladybug were both, like, old English people. Yeah, uh-huh. Uh, oh, oh, the end. That's okay. The, yay, James and Giant Peach. That's copywritten. <laughs> Thank you, Roll. To Dow. say to say the the name of their their uh, book, their book. Um, I think that's such a cl- such a classic book that uh, I don't think that that uh, matters. I don't think. I don't think. I never think. Um. Oh, Savannah got home. Why do you still have her location? I don't have her location. I mean, I do have her location, but that was not how I found her. Oh. It was on the ring alarm that was like, ooh, someone's at your front door. No, she texted you and said, there's shit upstairs. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm not dealing with that. No. No, 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 um, What were we talking about before James and Giant Peach? Uh, ivermectin. Oh, yeah. And then a multi-level marketing scheme. Yeah. You feel like people think that you're in a multi-level marketing yeah, scheme. Yeah, pyramid scheme. I love that. How do you feel about Bernie Madoff? I feel like he was a great businessman. Who? Bernie Madoff. The one who ran for president. <laughs> no. He's the one with the, the football franchise for the, the game systems. Bernie Madden. Yeah. Oh, uh-huh. yeah. Okay. He's my favorite football player. <laughs> Is that the one where you, like, kick the ball across the field? <laughs> no, you have a racket and you hit the ball. <laughs> Over the net, and then you get a touchdown. Uh-huh. If it hits one of the clowns down, uh huh. And then is it the... like uh, you hit it, and then there's like pins down at the end, uh-huh. and then you try and knock those pins no, they're, over? They're clowns with fuzz on the side. Oh, okay. And when you hit it down, then you get to pick a prize. But if you, you if you but hit a lot, then you get to pick from the top shelf. Uh huh. 
and that's where they keep the good liquor. And how many tickets do you get? Well, there's no tickets. Oh. It's just the it's there's just a man behind there that takes a check, and then you give him your credit card. Is it one of like those big checks? <laughs> yes. <laughs> the ones that are like giant poster board. I always wondered how you cash those out. Well, let's. So there's a cat. There's a check cashing place down the street. Uh-huh. That I imagine if you one percent checks. Whatever, yeah. They'll probably <clears throat> take it. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I also wondered how those work too. Check cashing places? Yeah. They take your money because you don't have a bank account. But also, why, does why, that don't, make you, sense? why don't you have a bank account? You can literally like get a free bank account. In anywhere. the past, I guess you couldn't have. And well, it, it is for um, people that can't provide documentation. Oh, gotcha. But then that's really shitty. Yeah. You're gonna take but also money. like unhoused people as well, I guess. Because don't you have to put like an address and all that stuff? I don't know that you have to put an address. Uh. Hmm. Anyways, but that's still shitty. So because you then that's hit down the clown. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I got too deep. <laughs> Let's go back to absolute tomfoolery. This is a, this is a lighthearted podcast. <laughs> I literally asked you, is this a comedy podcast? You go, no. It's true crime. It's true crime. <laughs> it is. As one of anyone ever asked me, is your, is your podcast a comedy podcast? No, baby. It's true crime. <laughs> no, baby, sweetie. It's true crime. No, honey. baby, sweetie. Get the shoes, baby. Get the, Get the shoes. shoes. Get the true crime podcast, honey. <laughs> oh, terrible. Oh. Terrible. I love it. Classic. Well, we made it uh, 120 weeks now, so that's uh, impressive. Why is everyone texting me? Leave me alone. It's nine. Oh my gosh, I'm just so popular. It's nine thirty at night. Oh. Mm-hmm. You're going on vacation, aren't you? I am. I leave tomorrow morning. Uh, I literally was like <gasps> on count- a plane. On a plane. You're not gonna walk? I could. Take me a while. Would you think you'd make it before you'd have to turn back? Wouldn't have to turn back. How many days do you have for vacation? Five. No, you wouldn't. You'd I would definitely. I, I would not. I would not make it. Yeah. How many miles can you walk in a day? See, if I'm walking three miles an hour and I walk for 12 hours, I'm going to I'm gonna say about 40 miles a day. Why are you only walking 12 hours? Okay, let's say 16 hours. Okay. Wait, I'm just going to Google it. How many miles? That sounds like I would die, though. Can. That's like a death march. 16, to, oh. 16 times 3, that's 48 miles. But also, I did a walking marathon with my friend uh, last summer. I made it uh, almost 19 miles, and I felt like death. So I'm not thinking that I could walk to Danvers. While your this says very very well fit dot com says while your body's made for walking. Christopher walking? No, these shoes. Oh, get the shoes. Get the shoes, baby. Get the shoes. <laughs> uh, yeah, a trained walker can walk. A 26.2 mile marathon in eight hours or less. That's true. Or walked 20 to 30 miles in a day. 20 to 30 miles in a day? Uh huh. Mm. Mm. The longest. Okay, so distance, my estimate previously was, was decent. The longest, <laughs> uh, the greatest distance someone walked in 24 hours by Jesse Castenda in Albuquerque, New Mexico, walked 142 miles. In one day? In one 24-hour period. 24 hours. You said 142? Uh-huh. Divided by 24. She was walking six miles an hour. That's... That's running. That's how... <laughs> that's that's running, honey. Uh, that, it's that weird, like, speed walking. The speed walking. Just like, and they have the, like, noodle legs. <laughs> <laughs> just 
is going fucking wild. <laughs> yeah, um, that's basically how fast I run. So, what the fuck? That's how fast I can sleep. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Six, Six miles, miles an hour, hour for 24 hours. That's actually pretty true for me. Yeah. That's why I wake up and I'm just like, God, I'm exhausted. <laughs> I'm going to go hiking now. <laughs> why? Because I like it. Okay. In nature. In, in You walking children in nature? Always. Always. <laughs> I don't see you walking children in nature. You were the one that forgot that. <laughs> I don't see you walking children in nature. <laughs> Tammy Brown is a fucking psychopath. 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 True psychopath. Um, yes. How did I misspell that word so badly? Sorry, I'm looking at my what? little... What? Gallup poll? Liter- it's easy. Literature. It's G-A-L-L-O-P. But... Uh-huh. Recent Gallup polls show that Americans have reported feeling stress, worry, and anger in the highest levels in over a decade. <laughs> While we are growing more and more aware of the effects of stress on our bodies and minds, we may not have considered the effects that our stress can have on our pets. According to studies, there is a synchronization between stress hormones in humans and their dogs. If you are a dog parent, you probably know that your pup is very good at reading your body language and can quickly pick up on how you're feeling. We're always work, work, working to reduce our own stress, stress and then shut up. Work, 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 work. Remix. We are always working to reduce our own stress in any way that we can, but what about the anxiety we may have passed on to our dogs? Big Bones has a solution. CBD has been shown to help reduce stress and anxiety in both humans and dogs, and Big Bones has your dog covered. Made from organic, human-grade ingredients and full-spectrum hemp oil, their bones may offer some relief to your anxious pup. Check out BigBones.com for more information on CBD for dogs and other benefits it may provide. Big Bones offers free shipping on all orders over $25, and you can save 15% using promo code SPOOPY15. SPOOPY15. Big Bones is LGBTQ owned and operated and is based in Houston, Texas. Big Bones <laughs> probably donates 10% of all profits to no-kill shelters in the U.S. Need your bones ASAP or want to support small businesses? Big Bones are now available at Man Ready Mercantile in the Houston Heights or at Man Ready Mercantile on South Congress in Austin. Big Bones. I had a pattern going and you just were like... I was doing runs. (laughs) It sounded like you were screaming. Those are runs. That's That's what a run sounds like. I mean, when I'm running, that's what it sounds like. <laughs> you know that white people don't season their meat. Uh, well, I season my meat. You're gay. gay. Oh. <laughs> Just gay. 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 Oh. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> oh, well, yes, I am. Uh, how dare you? Thank you for noticing. <laughs> I gave it away. Was that the nail polish? Was it the nail polish? Was it the rainbow shoes? Was it the... Um, the ga- gay accent. The gay accent. The earring. Um, the uh, earring on one side and on the gay side. Well, we definitely um, wouldn't say for the fashion. These are my pajamas. <laughs> <laughs> and you walk outside in them. Yes. Uh, I dress for comfort for this podcast, not for looks. <laughs> She looks like she's going to a sleepover every time she comes for this podcast. Okay. Hey, sometimes I wear a button down whenever I'm feeling really, like, uh, spunky. I don't think you ever feel spunky. No, I don't. You feel, uh, no. You can come up with an insult. You 
you were your your insult constipate. Push, come on, something will come out. Stupid. The best I got. You're stupid. Thank, thank you. Thank, thank you so much. I appreciate that. I appreciate it. Um. Wow. Wow. Okay, so we're done here. Yep. <laughs> That's our spooky podcast. Goodbye. <laughs> Um, okay, so who went first last week? Uh, I have stopped just like counting, <laughs> counting. Honestly, wait, Rem- we weren't here last week. We that's weren't. why. Uh, that's why it, it's even more distant. It's two weeks ago. Oh, look. I did Hurricane Harvey, so I went last. So it's your turn. No, Ooh. I went last. So it's my turn. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. Ooh. Let me wet my whistle. Ew. Okay. Um, I unrelated. Um, I didn't have dinner tonight. <laughs> Um, Can I offer you some grape tomatoes? No. Um, Why? Because they're right there. Oh, the the first thing thing I thought. (laughs) Um, No, I got home and I had a protein shake. And then I started doing research because I was like, "Mm." because I I went to a workout class today. Because I wasn't going to, but then uh, I was like, I'm not going to work out all weekend. And since we're on fitness journeys, you know, I just have to share this little tidbit. I was like, you know what? I should probably go to the gym. I got back on the scale. Don't do that. Stop doing that. <laughs> I got back on this again. <laughs> um, so I uh, went to the, the gym and I came back and I was all hot and sweaty and gross. Um, and then I put on my PJs. Uh, oh, yeah, it doesn't look any different. I showered first. Uh-oh. Oh. Yeah, you, <laughs> you smell fine. <laughs> but looks... No difference. <laughs> yeah. Well, aren't you just, just always a little wet? Little wet, little grimy. Grimes. Elon Musk. Christopher Where are we? Grimes. <laughs> Chris. Who? That's your new name. <clears throat> Christopher Grimy. Anyways. um, And then I signed up for another workout class tomorrow morning. Like, why? Why? I'm on vacation, officially. So why did I... Also, why are you going to do it within 24 hours? Isn't that not good for you? What is this workout class? It's CrossFit. It yoga. No. Oh. <laughs> but yesterday, <laughs> oh, yesterday was um, pull-up day, so my arms all, like, here. How many pull-ups can you do? None. Oh. <laughs> but uh, uh, the way that I worked them out to get to where I can do pull-ups uh, is jump, uh, revert, what are they called? Ne- pull-up negatives, negative pull-ups, uh, where you like basically jump up and then lower yourself back down slowly. So then it builds muscles kind of thing. Oh. Classic. And then, How uh, are you supposed to hold it? This way or this way? Uh, so I feel like I do this way. This way. I think this way works out like a slightly different muscle, but I don't know. Don't ask me. I'm not a fitness person. <laughs> I want to go do it at the gym, but I'm too scared. Yeah. But they also have the ones where you can, like, actually, like, step in the little thing to, like, help you lift up as well. That's what I also did was band-assisted pull-ups where you got a band in your legs, like, on your legs, and then you, like, it helps pull you up a little bit. I don't think I would need that. Oh, she thinks she has enough upper body strength, does I she? I do. Because I used to be able to do, like, ten. <clears throat> used to? Yeah. When was this? Four years ago. <laughs> yeah. Oh! And <laughs> yes, and. what's changed? Nothing. I'm just I, I just I don't need this from you. <laughs> you who is grimy. 
and then today was a leg workout. So I did a lot of lunges and a lot of squats. Um, so I'm going to be quite sore on this plane ride tomorrow. And then tomorrow is supposed to be like a, I think like a cardio kind of thing. And I'm like, so yeah, I'm going to do that in the morning. <laughs> Put that back in there. Yeah, honestly. I don't know why I did this. Should I cancel? I should cancel. No, I should go. Go. <laughs> Go. I want you to go. I want, you, I want to you to die. Dead on the plane. <laughs> I'll just be like, honestly, after I work out in the morning, I'm just like constantly sweaty, which is even even more so sweaty than I normally am. And so I'll like one little thing. I like walk up like the flight of the not even flight of stairs. Walking into your house, I've been like, Ooh, I'm sweaty. <laughs> yeah, you just do cooling breath. You look at me wrong and start sweating everywhere because mm-hmm. my body's just like, ooh, you a hot girl. I want you to do that so that your mask <clears throat> slips off of your face on the plane and then you get arrested. Uh, it actually does the opposite. It gets wet and then uh, waterboards me. <laughs> Mine does too. Yeah. I was talking to Thomas with it on the other uh-huh. day after workout and I was like, it sounds like I'm speaking in a tunnel. Uh-huh. Yeah. Because it, it like, mine has like two line, like double lining on it. So like the inside lining will like suck into my face whenever it's wet. So I'm like... like... <laughs> 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 cannot breathe. <laughs> I think I could squeeze mine in water. Yeah, you know. probably. I'm yeah. not doing it. Yeah. I'm not going to do it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to I'm going to try it. <laughs> and it's not water, girl. It's sweat. <laughs> I'm not sure if it's water, sweat, or spit. Go piss, girl. <laughs> <laughs> Go piss, girl. She said, go piss, girl. Oh, man. Wow. Comedy. Anyways, um, so... You did a different hurricane today. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <clears throat> one thing that I always dwelled upon when I was a youth... Uh, still, I'm a youth. No. No. Um, like... Seeing scary movies and, like, learning about ghost stuff, because my mom was all into ghosts when I was in high school. Um, probably still is. Uh, but, like, ghost adventures and, like, whatever other ghost story show that I was on. I have a very interesting scene from a movie to show you. Right now? Whenever you would like it. After your story, between, right now, where would what, you like it? What, what, what is it regarding? It's a cinematic depiction of a ghost from a movie from Japan. And it's very unsettling. Like, actually unsettling, or... Yeah, when I, I got a little bit of a chill when I saw it. Okay, so you're going to scare the fuck out of me. It's not that scary. <laughs> if you got a chill, then I'm going to be like, oh, bitch. I think it'll be fun. Okay, let's watch it. Okay! <laughs> well, okay, yeah, okay. <laughs> Hold on, please. How did you feel? <laughs> I mean, I didn't feel any type of way. I thought that something was going to happen. That she was going to, like, move really fast or something like that all of a sudden. Um... See, but that's the cheap move. A jump scare, mm. super cheap. Yeah. I like that where it's just eerie. Just eerie, creepy, awkward. And, and then yeah. you like don't see her face until she like falls down. Yeah. And the arms that come up. <laughs> what the fuck are you, Lego bitch? Lego <laughs> bitch. Exactly. The big C's for hands. Mm. Can't hold nothing. Well... Speaking of those evil spirits, um, I just showed you what you're talking about. Yes, but and that's actually a very valid point. Um, I mean, ghosts and evil spirits in different cultures. I was always confused why everyone was just like, 
yeah, just use the cross against them. And I was like, who decided that all demonic beings or evil spirits were only through Christianity? Um, like, that doesn't make They're sense. They're not, exactly. Exactly. So that's why they don't exist. <clears throat> Anyways. Um, you can't, there's no thing that you can use against a ghost, so it obviously must not. One of my friends just says yell at them. They're like they're just people. Another hey, another it. another exist a plane of existence. She said, "Just yell at them, they'll go away." And I'm like, uh, "What if they're mean? What if they?" Love that's yelling? what I asked her. It's like, "What about evil spirits?" She's like, "They just yell at them." No, <laughs> they're like, they're "I'm just... afraid if I yell at an actual person." You're... Oh, oh my god, I'm so sorry. Even now, even now that I've entered a phase in my life where I yell at people. Well, I mean, it is Houston. You yell at a ghost, it'll pull out a gun. <laughs> Pull out a gun and he would <laughs> offer you some lean. Mm. You want this purple stuff? What? Uh, sure. That's some good shit. <laughs> well, let me sample that, <laughs> sir. I would like to uh, sample your ectoplasmic goo. Your ectoplasmic Ooh. lean. <laughs> Is it promethazine? That's illegal. That's illegal here in the States. Like, <laughs> Is your ghost your drug dealer? What is it like? What you, like one of those like uh, commercials? Has your ghost been your drug dealer? Please call. <laughs> you may have suffered ectoplasmic <laughs> radiation. <laughs> Please call the Lion Group. <laughs> Anyways, um, so that's one reason why I kind of enjoyed talking about like the Huaca Ipo and uh, like in Hawaii and the Yining Yinginger in the Viking culture because those were two like ghosts slash spirits slash unfinished spirits uh, that had nothing to do with entities. entities you're right that had nothing to do with christianity and were not affected by uh christian folklore christendom is christianity um did i just call christianity folklore it's fairy tales <laughs> <laughs> uh, so there's that uh so i decided that i wanted to explore another facet of evil beings and deities let me guess the country okay give me okay let me guess the continent first and if i get it wrong you have to give it to me then i'll guess the country okay asia yes Ooh. <gasps> india yes <gasps> i don't know what it's called <laughs> so we're going to be talking about uh asuras asuras uh and rakshasas rakshasas the dance that i do when i'm really I don't think you want to be doing that dance. I don't think you want to be doing that dance. So, an asura is a class of spiritual beings in Indian culture and a part of a power-seeking clan of de devas or suras, which are like heavenly beings. They're like the idea of. I'm gonna take a leap here and say that they're like angels because they're not really like gods. But... Hinduism is like they're all gods. It's a polytheistic. <clears throat> it actually is not. It is, but it is not. Because there's still one god. And all of them are just gods of that god. More like Greco-Roman stuff. Zeus is over top of them. Yes. And then there's all the other gods. It's still polytheism. Kind of, but... No, no, it is. But Keep it's going. not quite as much as, like, uh, Roman and Greek mythology, because... Those are like children of those. These are like, they are still part of Brahma. You know what I'm saying? Anyways, um, 
So they're like not quite gods, but they're like up there. Uh, so in Buddhist texts, asuras are uh, translated as like titans, demigods, or anti-gods. Uh, in Hindu literature, the asuras tend to be described as battling with the devas and are... <laughs> I don't know where that came from. Um, they are mm, subhuman demigods with good or bad qualities. Uh, it almost sounds like they just decide when they want to be bad or not. There's a lot of text Sounds that I read. like me. Ah! <laughs> the CSI Miami scream. Yeah! <laughs> dun dun. Oh, no, that's... That's... And... SVU. Oh. What? That's Law and Order. Yeah. Dun dun. Yeah. Anyways, uh, do the dun dun. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so... So the later texts also make a differentiation and use devas as the good gods and asuras as the malevolent gods. Malvolent. Which is so funny that I haven't had alcohol in almost two weeks and I still can't speak. So that doesn't. Your tongue is too. Fat. It's too ugly. <laughs> it, it, what was you? It's big. Oh, your big. T- is it because your tongue's big? <laughs> so the word That's up there with my top ten jokes. <laughs> oh, it's because you're big. <laughs> and also, it was so unprompted because I just made a squeak in the chair and you go, "It's because you're big." <laughs> <laughs> it's still not as good as saying that shirt. Like you were a magic store. <laughs> that outfit was uh, a lot that day at brunch because that was the same night or the day after the night that I had pulled out. It was after your birthday uh, that I had accidentally somehow pulled out the stud from my ear. I have no idea where that went ever. Still never found it. <clears throat> and so I had to put a earring placeholder in and it was just a massive dangle earring <laughs> I had stolen from Savannah's closet. You look like George Michael yeah. working at a magic store. Correct, because I was wearing a Halloween shirt. At the beginning of August. Yep. <laughs> it's officially spoopy season. <laughs> I don't. They sell pumpkins now. Yeah, because it's September. It's spoopy season. Fall doesn't start until September 21st. Yeah, so you're not going to celebrate Halloween until September 21st? I'll celebrate it all year long. Baby. Exactly what I'm, I'm saying. costume right now. And you attack me for my Magic the Gathering shit. <laughs> <laughs> Baby, that wasn't Magic the Gathering. That was Nightmare Before Christmas. <laughs> So I was even earlier. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Um, let me celebrate Halloween however I want to, okay? No. <laughs> no. Um, I'm going to wet my whistle. Um, the word Asura is mentioned by several hymns and texts throughout uh, his Hindu history. Uh, according to a text called the Gita, um, all beings in the universe have both the divine qualities and the demonic qualities within um it basically uses like a fluid scale kind of like sexuality i guess if you will uh that there is uh, that says that there's that pure godlike saints are extremely rare and that pure demon-like evil is also extremely rare so everyone just kind of falls in between <laughs> so it's like there's no straight people and there's no 100 straight people and no 100 gay people everyone just kind of dances in the middle somewhere fluidity thank you alfred kinsey um, oh my god, there's a drag queen that I recently met. Her name is Mackenzie Scales, um, <clears throat> which is obviously a play on words for 
Kinsey scale. Mm-hmm. Uh, and one of the, we were talking about like puns for names, like drag names. And uh, one of the queen uh, uh, cinema was like, your name's not a pun. Oh, you told me that. Oh, did I? And so everyone's just like looking at her like, oh yeah, her name's definitely not a pun. She goes, yeah. What's everyone laughing about? I'm like, it's literally a pun. <laughs> and she goes, for what? I'm like the Kinsey scale. So like, what's that? No. <laughs> and then and it, everyone pointed at her. And they all... <laughs> and for somehow a bucket of blood fell from the ceiling mm-hmm. on her head. Yeah, and then she killed us all. Uh, I mean, purgatory sounds great. Mm-hmm. Anyways, <laughs> purgatory party. Yeah. Uh, so the Gita also states that desires, aversions, greed, needs, emotions, and various forms are facets of ordinary life. So that's just you being a human. And this is like, okay, whatever. Uh, and it is only when they turn to lust, hate, cravings, arrogance, conceit, anger, harshness, hypocrisy, hypocrisy, cruelty, and such negativity and destruction inclined that natural human inclinations metamorphose metamorphose into something demonic, which is Asura. Uh, So basically saying that you're a human if you have desires and aversions and greed and stuff like that. That's just a normal part of human life. Uh, But when you let those things get, get too crazy, too crazy, you turn into a demon. Um, so don't do that. Um, that explains this. Do you see this? I have plenty of arrogance. I have lots of cravings, tons of hate, uh, anger. Um, I already said that, but it's so important. I had to say it twice. Mm-hmm. Uh, am I a hypocrite? Absolutely. Am I cruel? Depends who you ask. Um, and neg- I would say absolutely. Negativity inclined. Hey, do you have positivity ever? No. Any times? Mm-mm. No, Mm-mm. I avoid that. It's de- it's not very good for my complexion. Well, I don't know what else is working. <laughs> so I would it's try grimy, grimy. <laughs> um, so in the Brahmanda Purana, uh, which was my favorite text and interpretation of the Asura, uh, it is stated that the term Asura was used by the uh, Daitya Daityas. Uh, due to their rejection of Varuni, who is a goddess of wine, after she emerged from the ocean of milk. So that basically took Asura, meaning those who do not have Sura, and Sura is translated to wine or more generally liquor. So basically we can all relate to that, huh? <laughs> so if you, we drink, we're bad. You, no, if you don't drink, oh. that means that you are a demon. <gasps> oh, you don't? you reject wine and liquor? Demon. Well, so us being on our fitness journey, demons, demons, oh, hot demon summer. Mm. <laughs> I guess it's hot demon fall. It's not fall yet. I know. You, we just had this conversation. On you that yelled day, at me. I'm gonna put on a straw hat, a scarf, and pumpkin a spice poncho, uh, a, a felt poncho mm-hmm. of pumpkin spice, uh-huh. and actually just the spice, like not even anything a, like a jar of spices <clears throat> and a pumpkin. Yeah. And I'll just pour the pumpkin. Oh, and then big, pumpkin. big sunglasses, just because that's what white girls do. And then I'll throw the leaves in the air, and I'll spin in a circle. And you say, and I'll say, I'll speak in tongues, and say, "Hot girl, fall." But it'll <laughs> also <laughs> in in the in your front yard. Uh, it'll also be ninety five degrees out still because it is Houston, um, and everyone will take pictures. I hope they call 
an exorcist. Mm. I want to get some, real but not nice a Christian stories. exorcist. We can't do that. Remember? Yeah, because <laughs> not all demons Buddhist, are Christians. A I need exorcist. a Buddhist exorcist. <laughs> I want the Dalai Lama here. Mm, yes, call Sir, him. Can someone call the Dalai Lama? Yes, hold on. Hello. Hi, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> can you come down it's here? It's me, Jerry. They're they're calling for the Dalai Lama again. Oh, no, back. <laughs> that is the Dalai Lama. <laughs> yeah, he goes by oh. Steve. Does he really? No. Oh, yes. In this story, in this context, yes. <laughs> in this story, he does. Um, okay. So the characteristics of Asura. So each Asura and Deva's each Asura and Deva emerges from the same father. His name is Prajapati, uh, and they share the same residence, which is called Loka. Um, Loka. They eat. To, yeah, Loka. They eat together the same food and drinks, uh, and have innate potential, knowledge, and special powers in Hindu mythology. The only thing that distinguishes an asura who becomes deva, or, or from an asura who remains asura, is intent, action, and choices they make in their mythic lives. So basically, you can become good, or you stay bad, bad to the bone. Like, mama. <laughs> yeah. yeah! So Asuras who remain Asura uh, ch- share the character of powerful beings obsessed with their craving for ill-gotten soma, which is like their food and drinks, um, and for wealth, ego, anger, uh, unprincipled nature, force, and violence. Uh, so basically like, ooh, I just have this craving to do violence. terrible things um, or money. And they're like, I'm just going to say bad. All right. <laughs> who is this? Elon Musk. Um, anyways. Mm-hmm. Uh, so further in Hindu mythology, when they lose, miss, or don't get what they want because they were distracted by their cravings, the Asuras who remain Asuras question, challenge, and attack the Asuras who became Devas to loot or extract a portion of what the Devas have and the Asuras don't. So basically they become greedy and they're like, you don't have it. I mean, you guys got what I wanted because I was distracted. So I'm going to go ahead and take it from you, okay? Okay. Which... I feel like we can also relate to. I don't relate to that. I steal things all the time. Oh. <laughs> Thomas. <laughs> Lock everything. Lock the doors. Let's have a kick. No. Um... So the hostility between the two groups is the source of extensive legends, tales, and literature in Hinduism. However, many texts discuss their hostility in neutral terms without explicit moral connotations or condemnation. So, like, we have stories in the Bible and there's, like, lessons to be told. They're like, yeah, they just fight. Nothing about it. <laughs> Nothing to learn about it. We don't, we don't give a shit. Uh, so some of these tales constitute the background of major Hindu epics and annual festivals, such as the story of Asura Ravana and Deva Rama in the Ramayana and the legend of Asura, oh boy, um, Hiranyaka Shippu uh, and Deva Vishnu as Narashimha. Uh, the latter celebrated with the Hindu spring festival of Halika or Holi. So we've heard of, of Holi festival. Um, that's literally because a battle between a demon and, uh, or an Asura and a Deva. Um, so that then takes us to the next and more scary portion of the story, the Rakshasa. Uh, so they are supernatural beings in Hinduism, Buddhism, and Jainism, as they are also called 
man-eaters. <gasps> Nelly Furtado. Is she a, is she a Rakshasa? She sings the song Man-Eater. So then she is. Um, they are classified amongst the uh, Yatudhanas, which are mythical beings that consume raw flesh. Yum. Um, mm. They are believed to have been created from the breath of Brahma when he was asleep at the end of the Satya Yuga. Uh, as soon as they were created, they were so filled with bloodlust that they started eating Brahma himself. Brahma shouted Rakshama, which is Sanskrit for protect me, and Vishnu came to his aid, banishing to earth all Rakshasas named after Brahma's cry for help. So, Rakshasas are most often depicted as shape-shifting, fierce-looking, enormous, monstrous-looking creatures, with two fangs protruding from the top of their mouth and having sharp, claw-like fingernails. Excuse me. They are shown for being mean, growling beasts, uh, shown as being mean, growling beasts, and as insatiable man-eaters that could smell the scent of human flesh. Some are more ferocious ones. Were some of the more ferocious ones were shown with flaming red eyes and hair, drinking blood with their palms or from a human skull, similar to representations of vampires in later Western mythology. Uh, generally, they could fly, vanish, and had Maya, which are magical powers of illusion, which enabled them to change size at will and assume the form of any creature. The female equiv- equivalent of a Rakshasa is a Rakshasi. In the world of Ramayama and Mahabharata, which are two Hindu eps- epics, which are big books and stories, um, kind of like Homer and the Iliad, um, Rakshasas were a populous race. So they were both good and there were both good and evil Rakshasas. And as warriors, they could fight alongside the armies of both good and evil. They were powerful warriors, expert magicians, and illusionists. Uh, as shape changers, they could assume different physical forms. As illusionists, they were capable of creating appearances which were real to those who believed in them or who failed to dispel them. So if they created an illusion, you were like, seems legit. They were like, <laughs> got him. <laughs> got him good. Uh, so some of the Rakshasas were said to be man-eaters, and, that made, and they would make their gleeful appearance when the slaughter on a battlefield was at its worst. So they'd, like, be held back, and then all of a sudden, as soon as things got real crazy, they were like, I'm going to go eat some people. Sound good? <laughs> I'm famished. <laughs> mm, this looks really bones. tasty. <laughs> Cindy, this is bones. Uh, that's looking real tasty. So I'm going to go ahead and take a step out to that battlefield. And just going just gonna to eat. Um, so occasionally they were also, uh, in text, they were served as just ordinary soldiers in service of one or another lo- uh, warlord. Um, the epics tell the stories of certain members of the race of Rakshasas who rose to prominence. And some of them as heroes, but most of them as villains. <laughs> it's like, yeah, there's a couple of good ones. Wink. <laughs> uh, so in popular culture, Rakshasas have been a, a race of villains in the game Dungeons and Dragons, the role-playing game. Uh, they appear as animal-headed humanoids, generally with tiger or monkey heads, with their hands inver- inverted. Palms of its hands are where the backs of the hands are, where it would be on a human. Like if you took your hand and did it this And way. turned it around. Um... They are masters of necromancy, enchantment, and illusion, which they mostly use to disguise themselves and are very hard to kill. They ravenously prey upon humans as food and dress themselves in fine clothing. So, like, I'm a rich bitch that likes to eat people. 
come on down. Um, I couldn't find any more information about, like, tell me a story about them besides the actual uh, epics. So I'm, I was not going to read um, two hi- Hindu epics to, <laughs> to, really? to research what? for this podcast, sadly. I'm so sorry. Um, but, yeah. They, they uh, yeah. They, they sounded fun. They're just like, mm. Smells like blood. I'm gonna eat some. I. They look uh, kind of creepy. You want to see a, a a depiction of them? Sure. Um. Well, that's just a picture of you. It looks very close to it. Yeah. Oh. I mean, you you can see the fangs sticking up. That's he's, the fangs. The the too much hair on the sides mm-hmm. and not enough on the top. Oh yeah. Mm hmm. And then just random, just uh, splotches of brown. Very, very splotchy. Yeah. I wonder. I don't know. I, do you ever just look at things and you're like, "Where did where did you come up with this?" Uh, no. Oh. Because I respect other people's visions. I understand. I respect cultures. I'm just. I like. What 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 prompted you to 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 envision this? Do you think that there was a lot of people that were just really high on drugs back then? Uh, that they just didn't know that they were on drugs? I think everyone was very hungry to the point where they hallucinated. Oh, that's valid. That's valid. Yeah. Spe- that's a valid point. Is it my turn? You can, yeah. Speaking of hungry people. Uh-huh. <clears throat> I'm going to talk about starvation, honey. <laughs> Scary. So I wanted to give a little bit of an anthology this week. Oh, my God. Pinterest. I'm just kidding. A Pinterest of our <laughs> podcast, yes. Mm-hmm. When I was a kid, I always loved the books that had like multiple different short horror stories in them. Mm-hmm. Um, you are a weird kid. I love. You're still it. weird. No, no, I'm normal. Let me go get my mannequin fingers, and I'll tell you this story. <laughs> um, what if I just went into stores and just broke off mannequin? Fingers? Can I have this? Well, sir, you already ripped it off the mannequin. <laughs> yeah, I know. Thank you. <laughs> well, it <clears throat> no. <laughs> Okay, bye. Bye. How much do I owe you? Get out. No. You broke our mannequin. You broke another one. Get out of here. <laughs> well, who let you back in? And I waved them over my head. <laughs> <laughs> you actually just have, like, at this point, like, tin on top of your fingers. You're like... <laughs> click, 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 click. <laughs> uh, so. It sounds louder than acrylics. They're, like, hollow. Since they're hollow, they're just like... <laughs> That's why I want them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I find really big mannequins to k- take the feet off, and mm-hmm. then I wear those as shoes. Shoes. Yeah, there you go. Blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Anyways. Um, so I loved those books because I could get more scares in less time, and that was always a goal of mine. Mm, boy. Uh, I didn't and track... that's why you like creepypastas now. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I didn't track down those stories, but I found some new ones for mm-hmm. us. Um, ones that I could never find in the library. Because they're Soviet Union anthological stories. Oh, are we going to talk about more people eating each other and pooping everywhere? No, these are more like, so uh, they're designed to teach you a lesson. Oh, see, that's the opposite of my story. They were like, yeah, these people just eat people. No lesson here. (laughs) Just be afraid. (laughs) Just be afraid of these weird, crazy demons that are out there. Mm -hmm. And good luck. Um, so they, these ones all kind of have some messaging, but they are uh, slightly <clears throat> scary. Uh, mm. And I think they're fun because they don't have a whole lot of Western influence. So mm. it's just like, what do what did Soviet people think was scary? Surprisingly, it's Turtles. curtains. Oh, um, there's two stories about curtains. Beats. No mm. curtains. 
Just curtain. And old people. Oh, well, that's that old people Very are pretty terrifying. scary. Yeah. So the first one is called the Red Piano. Have you seen a Soviet old person? I assume it's just wrinkles and um, a cloak. Yeah. Babushka. And low muttering all the time. Okay. And soup made out of potatoes. No. Only. Soup that was made with potatoes nearby. <laughs> yes. Water with potato skins. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So, the red piano. Uh, a little girl who wanted to start playing piano got one as a birthday present from her parents. Oh. Um... As it was delivered, the store gave the parents the contact of only one person in town who could fix the piano. An old woman. Oh. The girl was excited to start practicing, but a few weeks later she started complaining to her parents that her fingertips hurt. She was told that this was normal. She You're was just, just overusing it, girl. Bruising them from th- uh, thorough overpractice. But if she kept going, her fingers would get used to the pressure. The girl continued to practice, but started growing thinner and paler. Mm. Then, after a month, the piano broke. The old lady was invited over to fix it, and when she arrived, she told the parents and the girl that they needed to stay out of the room while she was working, so she didn't want any distractions. So she shut the door to the room, and soon after emerged, and the piano was fixed. The girl went back to her daily practices and continued to lose weight and color in her cheeks. She was so weak she could barely walk across the room, and then the piano broke again. The old lady arrived again to take a look at the piano, and again the parents told she told the parents to stay out of the room, but the parents were curious about how such a frail old lady managed to fix such an instrument and decided to peek inside the room through the keyhole. And they saw the old lady open the piano take out a glass jar filled with what looked like blood and then she started to drink it oh my gosh why do you keep going in the beginning the parents rushed to call the police who got to the house just in time to arrest the old lady as they examined the piano they discovered that the keys had tiny needles built into them so small were they that they were practically invisible to the naked eye As the girl played the piano, she suffered tiny cuts which drained her blood drop by tiny drop into the jar. The piano was also designed to break when the jar was full so that the lady could arrive to drink drink her blood. She was trying to keep that youth girl. Hey. Hey, I thought about searching witches uh, previously before I did this one. And I was like, that's going to be a lot. I also had started researching at 7, 7, 7, 7, 15, 7, 30. For an 8 o'clock podcast. Yep. (laughs) Yeah. I did it though. I only had to research here for what, 10 minutes? Well, it gave me time to do my puzzle. Mm-hmm. So the next one is called The Black Curtain. <gasps> Why gotta be black? Mm-hmm. <laughs> A girl's mother once sent her to the store to buy some curtains for the house. She told her not to get black ones under any circumstances. But the shop that the girl went to only had black ones. So she decided to get them rather than to go elsewhere. Under any circumstances. Oh, I'll go ahead and get them. <laughs> oh, well, I don't want to walk anywhere else. <laughs> hey. Fuck you, Mom. <laughs> That's me and my decisions. <laughs> Later, the mother was annoyed but still put the curtains up anyway. During the night, the girl's father was strangled. 
And the night after, the same happened to the mother and the brother. The girl ran to the police, who decided to set up an ambush to investigate the murders. They hid in the flat as the girl pretended to go to bed as normal. Then they saw the black curtains stretch, reaching for the girl's bed to strangle her. The policeman opened fire on the curtains, which started to scream and bled all over the walls as the bullets hit them. The curtains bled? (laughs) Bitch, what the fuck? (laughs) They fell to the floor, dead. The girl survived. Where is she now? Can we do like a biopic? Like, where is she at Stop now? Stop saying biopic. Biopic. No. Yeah, apparently. That's what everyone says. No one says that. Yes, they no do. No one does. Mm-hmm. Do my the arms Soviets, look bigger? No. <laughs> the Soviets are afraid of curtains, and I don't know why. Uh-huh. Why were they afraid of curtains? Uh, especially black ones. Well, next they're a different color. Yeah, they're still afraid of them. Mm-hmm. Maybe too many people died from curtains. From curtains. <laughs> you never heard of curtain-related accidents? I know that people in uh, some East Asian countries, I think it's Korea and maybe Japan, don't leave the fan on in the room while they sleep because they're afraid it's going to suck all the air out. Uh, I don't know about that, but I do know that a lot of people uh, do not like fans uh, because. Apparent like uh, Julio uh, told me that he doesn't ever sleep with a fan on because it'll give you a cold if you sleep with a fan on overnight. And I'm like, I've been sleeping with a fan on since I was born. When I was in high school, I used to have three fans going. I'd have this one and two fucking box fans. Like one literally pointed at my face and the box fan pointed at my body and then the fan overhead just to keep myself cool. Like how fucking crazy is that? Yeah. <laughs> and I never got a cold. I think that uh, uh, periodically I would have to stop the fan to clean the dust off of it because it's been going for years. Years, exactly. Yeah. That sometimes I would it would get so dusty, like my box fan would get so dusty, I'd just buy a new one. Throw the old one away. <laughs> it's, a, it's a lot of effort. That's capitalism. Yeah, it really is. It's like, oh, you got too much dust in it? Buy a new one. <laughs> They're only like, what, 15, 20 bucks? Yeah. Yeah. Or you could clean it for free. But then that's labor. Time what else is are money. You doing? I live a very laborious <laughs> life, okay? I'm very fulfilled. <laughs> I have a lot of things going for me. I have a dog <laughs> that requires attention. She requires a lot of maintenance. And I've just joined a gym. And I just joined a gym. I have a boyfriend. Uh, a life is going very well for me right now. No, it's not. <laughs> For now. For now. That will go away. (laughs) Which leads to our next story. Great. The coffin on wheels. (laughs) On wheels. It's mobile. A little girl's mother was very sick and told her daughter that if she died, the daughter should never, ever, under any circumstances, paint her nails with red varnish. Oh, no. Mm -hmm. The girl's mother died and after some time had passed... The girl forgot about the ban and started painting her nails red. As she finished, the radio in the flat suddenly turned on and announced, Hey, I imagine, (laughs) Hey, little girl, remove the varnish from your nails. A coffin on wheels has found your town and is looking for your street. The girl was confused, thinking that she had misheard the radio presenter. 
She turned Did on you his just head. tell me that a coffin is on his way here? What are you talking about? <laughs> so crazy. Bishmuk <laughs> Um, That sounds more like Dutch. Krasnisvind. <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. She turned on the TV to take her mind off of it, but the television took up the refrain. Hey, little girl, a coffin on wheels has found your street and is looking for your apartment block. Take off your nail polish. Take off your nail polish. I feel like this is just parents fucking with her. I'm like, I didn't want you to wear my my red nail polish. My How dare you? Which polish? Yeah. The little girl definitely heard it right this time. Growing scared, she grabbed the nail polish remover and began to rub her nails. She rushed to the phone and dialed her friend's number to ask for help, but instead of her friend's voice on the other end of the line, she hears the same voice. Hey, little girl, the coffin on wheels has found your apartment block. Now it's looking for your flat. Take off your nail polish. Did you choose the story just because you want me to take off my nail polish? No. (laughs) (laughs) Coffin on wheels is in your uh, apartment block. That's what I'm going to send a message to you this (laughs) This evening, when you get home. You'll send it to me later. The little girl threw the phone down and attempted to clean her nails, but the polish on the last nail wouldn't come off. She heard a knock on the door, looked out the peephole, and couldn't see anybody. Assuming there was no danger, she opened the door. The coffin on wheels was standing in front of her door. The coffin opened, and her mother stepped out. Why didn't you listen to me? She asked, and then strangled her daughter. I told you not to wear red nail polish, and now I'm just going to show up and now kill you. Now you're going to die, darling. <laughs> I'm going to murder my child because you put on red nail polish. I think the moral of this one is, don't be a whore. Is red nail polish a whore move? Yeah. I'm going to start wearing red nail polish then. I don't think it'll be very effective for you. Why? Well, I mean, you just, have something just to say? wildly. <laughs> Just for that, what? <laughs> Do you see this? Go look in a mirror. <laughs> Not that one. Uh, at first, I was like, "Why can't I see my vampire?" <laughs> oh. No, you're Rakshami. Rakshasa. Rakshasa. Vampire. I'm Wait, what's the woman one? Rakshasi. Rakshasi. That's you. Oh yes, honey. That's my new drag name. Rakshasi. Rakshasi. No. And be like, does she do a workout video? It's a pun. <laughs> Blood. Blood. Uh, the Black Tram. A little boy lived in a small town, and he knew the, the town quite well once, but on the way home from school, he suddenly found himself in an area he didn't recognize. Oh, that's always great. Mm-hmm. The strange, <laughs> empty streets were lined with unfamiliar buildings and trees. It was also getting very dark very fast. Though it was the afternoon. Mm. He saw a tram... Was this Chernobyl? (laughs) Honestly. (laughs) He saw a tram stop and decided to catch a ride back to somewhere he knew. The route numbers on the board were confusing, though. There was one tram numbered 1932 to 1958, and one numbered 1983 to 1995, and so on. They reminded him of dates on a gravestone, but he had no time to think of as the tram tram was approaching. It looked very old, but moved almost silently. It was also completely black, Mm -hmm. like a hearse. 
What is the what's a what's what's the one in Harry Potter the Midnight Bus? Uh-huh. You have no clue. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was the Hogwarts Express or something. It, uh, there's the train, yes. In the third one, he misses the train, so then he has to take the the midnight m- the midnight express or, or something. Okay. As it came to <laughs> a stop, blindly, okay. <laughs> the doors opened, and the boy felt something drawing him inside, like a gust of wind pushing him forwards. But something else made him take two steps back into the street. Suddenly, he was on a lively street that he knew, and the black tram was gone. He st- stood confused, thinking about what stopped him from boarding it. Then, as he started walking home, it suddenly dawned on him the route number on the black tram had been 1982, the year of his birth. <gasps> And the current year had been flickering, as if waiting for him to step inside. Ooh. Oh, that's the end of it? Yeah. It's like, hey, you're going to die if you get on this bus. Yeah. Um. But then he didn't. Interesting. So then he lived. He did? He's the boy who lived. See? Harry Potter references all around. That person? The boy who lived. He's Harry Potter. Harry Potter was very Russian. <laughs> There were the Russians that were in the 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 fourth one, goblet goblet of, uh, goblet of fire, all right? Uh, yeah, goblet of phoenix. Why no. did J.K. Rowling make that artistic decision? Let's bring some Russians in. I don't know. Russians, Swedish people, Swedish all women, very large women, big, <laughs> big. Just very tall. Valkyries. <laughs> they they flew on uh, flew on magical ponies. Oh my gosh! Be original, J.K. Rowling. <laughs> the yellow curtains. Oh, More curtains they're not stories. black curtains. They're the yellow ones instead. Uh-huh. Mm. A family of four moved into a new house, which needed new curtains. As they went to the market, they remembered that their recently deceased grandmother had hated yellow curtains. <laughs> And always told them, never get yellow curtains, even after I'm dead. As they were walking around the market, they saw all yellow uh, curtains. Yellow. But yellow is a really good color for houses. Mm-hmm. Those are beige. Oh, oh, oh. Yes. <laughs> That's not what I meant, but sure. <laughs> it is a good color for Yeah, houses. yes, it's perfect. Um <laughs> Tired, they decided that since Grandma was no longer around, it was okay to ignore her warning. She's dead. Don't listen to her. She drove me. She died here. (laughs) They brought them home and put them up in a room where the children, a boy and a girl, lived. In the middle of the following night, the curtains moved and woke the boy up. Hey, boy, get up. (laughs) They said. The boy got up. Hey, boy. Hey. She sounds like Lady Bunny. Hey, boy. Go hey, wash your hey, face boy. and eat breakfast. Get out of bed. Go wash your face and eat breakfast. The curtains went on. <laughs> it is Lady Bunny. That's the moral of the story. Lady Bunny is going to hide in your curtains and kill you. But you don't know that yet. Oh, sorry. I, I can only assume that that's how they're going to die. Hey, boy, come to the window and see how your grandmother's <laughs> hanging. Come see how grandma's hanging up the laundry outside. <laughs> the curtains ordered. and the But boy grandma's was... dead. Exactly. While you listen to curtains. The also, bo- why are curtains talking to you? I don't know they, why they are. As so I'm telling you, they were, they were high on uh, some crazy shit. 
No, they just hadn't eaten because it's Soviet Russia. You're right. And also radiation everywhere. Yes. Their faces were already melting. The curtains were alive. <laughs> they, actually, they got so much radiation from Chernobyl. And then they're... I said Chernobyl. That, said that with a lot of spit. <laughs> Did you hear that? I heard Chernobyl. Chernobyl. <laughs> Anyways. Anyways. <laughs> um, so the, the the boy was puzzled but approached the window anyway and the curtains then grabbed him and threw him out the window to the death as his family slept hmm. the following night <laughs> it's like ah! <laughs> <laughs> sniggling. stop five more minutes <laughs> so totally nobody notices apparently because the following night the no. curtains do, do the, the kid is completely the missing from He's his bed on the ground outside <laughs> nobody's noticed i mean it is Sylvie. <laughs> the, they do the same thing to the girl she washed her face and had breakfast in the middle of the night hey girl <laughs> hey girl come to the window and look at your brother playing outside the curtains ordered as she approached the window the curtains hurled her out as well. <laughs> Instead of your old, can you say yeet? <laughs> the, girls, the curtains yeeted her out as well. Shocked by their young children's midnight suicides, the parents investi- invited investigators into the house. The police became suspicious about the curtains. <laughs> not, not the parents hey those curtains look silly do you see those curtains over there and something the seems like... off <laughs> just like dancing along the floor like <laughs> you know they're like blowing in the wind they're like Ooh. Uh, they just stop <laughs> who what we're just vibing <laughs> Uh, they became suspicious of the curtains. <laughs> Nothing else. Just the fucking curtains. The curtains were vibing. You're uh, just sitting like, hmm. <laughs> just side-eyeing those curtains over there. Something very fishy. <laughs> Something very curtainy. Curtainy. I've heard this one before. <laughs> I, t- I once heard about not buying black curtains because they will kill you. Oh, gosh. Whew, okay. Take the notes. Take notes. Take notes. Curtains <laughs> equals bad. <laughs> curtains equal death. <laughs> and then just a skull. And, uh, the cross. What? Whatever. <laughs> Crossbones, that thing. Um, so, <clears throat> shocked. The several officers tried to get a hold of them to take them out the window, but they failed <laughs> because the curtains were vibing. <laughs> Tickling me. <laughs> they decided to go and find the old lady who sold the curtains at the market. Oh, yeah. Culprit. The little old lady said that the, these things, these strange curtains, were afraid of a particular magical scalpel. Hidden inside this giant star at the top of the Kremlin. <laughs> but just these curtains. And also, why the fuck she know that? Did she climb she up? Made did, them. She do- did she climb on top of the Kremlin? <laughs> and she's like, perfect place to hide this. Boop. <laughs> the policeman climbed to the Kremlin to open up the star, and they found the scalpel inside. <coughs> Sorry. 
She literally climbed to the top of the Kremlin. No, the police did. Well, she had to put it up there. <laughs> no, she just knew it was there. <laughs> How did they get there? She's oh, God. <clears throat> they brought the scalpel to the bereaved family's flat and decided to cut a bit of fabric from the curtains for examination. But as soon as they touched the scalpel to the curtains, they both exploded. And after the dust had settled down, there was no trace of either to be found. Chernobyl, they brought the magical scalpel to the curtains. And it exploded. That makes so much sense. Radiation, yes. (laughs) Oh, God. Oh, God. (laughs) That one tickled my funny bone. bone. (coughs) So I don't know why Mm. Soviets were so afraid of curtains, but (coughs) it was a theme. Mm. Obviously. Wow. And that's my stories. I laughed so hard I'm sweating now. You were sweating before. I was. Oh, my God. That tickled me. <laughs> it was just such a, like, a... Train I mean, wreck. it was already a nosedive, but that's when it was like... <laughs> they We're getting to the end of the story. They're going to cut down these curtains. The curtains are going to be like, hey, you... You know, but then <laughs> they exploded. That was a plot twist I was not ready for. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Whew. That got me going. You're welcome. <laughs> and these were supposed to be scary stories. They were supposed to teach lessons and be frightening, yeah. Te- teaching lessons about curtains. The Soviets, Soviets were very frightened of curtains. Curtains, uh, definitely the bane of everyone's existence. Well, maybe it has something to do with, like, Western decadence. Oh, you have window coverings. Too oh, much. So you're a rich man, huh? You, you have uh, m- bad morals. Oh my god. I gotta recollect myself. (laughs) No. Don't ever do that. Live there. Live in that. I have been. Whew. (laughs) They exploded. (laughs) (laughs) I love that the curtains were vibing. Get down here. I'm suspicious of those curtains. (laughs) Oh, God. It's just, I'm imagining these two authors, like, really looking at these curtains. Like, okay, let's take this magical scalpel. And... (laughs) (laughs) And then the fact that you also said dust, which means I'm not seeing uh, explosions of organs like that everywhere. They just turn into... (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Whew. Gotta get that scalpel from the top of the Kremlin. Mm -hmm. Very important. 
I'm also imagining that old lady climbing on top of the Kremlin, like, <laughs> and you put it up here on top of the star. If Trixie Mattel were reading this, she would have said, look at the material. Look at the material. Curtains made of people. Oh, God. That tickled me. That was good. That was horrifying. Horrifying. Very, very scary. Very scary. I wouldn't tell that to you if I knew you couldn't handle it. Yeah. Oh, my God. So. But I handled it. Do you think I handled that pretty well? No. No. I think that you, you got a little unhinged. Well, that's yep. our podcast. <laughs> unhinged. Unhinged. Oh, oh, man. I feel like this entire episode was quite unhinged. So that's impressive. We, and also we did not it all abnormal. without alcohol. I know. <laughs> Lots of cackling without alcohol. Look at us. What's this called? Growth. Perestroika and Glasnost. Mm-hmm. And Rakshasamas. Mm-hmm. Mm. Well, um, of course, we always have to uh, give a shout out to... <clears throat> Our dearest friends, dearest, dearest, dearest friend, the economy works. Oh. Is that what we're talking about? Let's talk about this. No. <laughs> no. Heart um, emoji. We're talking about economy works. Uh-huh. And I want to tell you about them. Yeah. And you're going to do it in three. Uh, well, no, I'm doing it right now. Two, because we'd like to thank our one. sponsor, oh. Economy Works. <laughs> A freelance talent network that connects professionals with project work. If you're a company that needs help with writing job descriptions, conducting marketing analysis, managing your social media platforms, Economy Works has an extensive talent network of freelance professionals ready to help you do more with less. Economy Works. When we work, the, the economy, economy works. works. Find out more at economyworks.com. That's E-C-O-N-O-M-I-W-O-R-K-S.com. Economy Works. Yeah, that was good. Loved uh, it. Now we can thank our friends at Let's, Let's Talk About Gay Stuff. Let's Talk About Gay Stuff brings you what you need to know about the LG, the Los Gibbities, the, the LGBTQ plus history that you never knew you needed to know. That you, if you, if you, if you, if you never knew you, you could do anything. Yeah. <clears throat> Very much that energy. Um, but don't worry. They tell you. And they are on a, a little bit of a hiatus, but don't worry. They are still, I said don't worry like four times. They are still posting every single day. There's a little bit of history on their Instagram. That's let's talk about gay stuff at Instagram.com. Talk gay stuff on Twitter and let's talk about gay stuff on Facebook. If you want to send them an email, they are still checking those emails. You can send them an email at let's talk about gay stuff at gmail.com. And we would be <clears> remiss <throat> if we didn't mention our daughter's friend with the weird hair mm-hmm. that's our spoopy pod our ruby podcast this is our spoopy po- our ruby I mean, podcast we are that, that as well well true <clears throat> our ruby podcast is uh well we've just wrapped another season of rupaul's drag race all stars <laughs> you were just like looking like bags in her eyes pieces of hair missing we just did another season. <laughs> we got it. We got uh, we got that bread. <laughs> now we're looking forward to the next one. We're ready for the next one. <sighs> are those curtains moving? <laughs> They're vibing. <laughs> they are vibing. So our our that's our Rupee podcast. Uh, that's our Rupee podcast at our Rupee podcast dot com. Our Rupee podcast on, on Instagram. Instagram. 
And that's it. <laughs> Facebook. Oh, we have a Facebook. No. No. <laughs> That's our Ruby podcast. You can send them an email at ourrupeepodcast at gmail.com. And they tell you to get Rupee with it. Yeah. <laughs> but you're also listening to our podcast, our Spoopy podcast. And if you made it this far, you probably should already know where our socials are. But if you don't, our Spoopy podcast at Instagram, uh, our Spoop on Twitter, and our Spoopy on Facebook. No, other way around. Our Spoopy on Twitter, our Spoop on Facebook. Yes. That's 120 episodes, so I haven't got it right. Um, but you can also send us an email. We love our little bits of emails whenever we get them seldomly. Uh, our Spoopy Podcast at gmail.com. <clears throat> and by that, I mean Spencer gets them and then forwards them to be like three months late. No, I read them. And then I don't respond. <laughs> no, I read them and then I respond sometimes. But I never send them to you. <laughs> sometimes you do. I would never do that. Mm. I would never be kind mm. to you. Mm. Mm. It's a mistake. Yeah. It's valid. It really is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that's our podcast. <laughs> Should we tell them to get, get spoopy, spoopy with it? it? <laughs>